Good evening, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, today for waking us up in our right minds and right spirit. We thank you, Almighty God, for watching over us and keeping our families. We ask, Lord, that you would touch us now, Lord, as we read your word and enlighten us in your word, Lord. Help us to understand and know exactly what you're saying and how we can utilize this word, Almighty God, in our lives today. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word and your guidance, Father. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, today we're going to start first chapter of Kings. First verse. Now, King David was old and stricken in age, and they covered him with clothes, but he he got no heat. Wherefore his servants said unto him, Let there be sought for my lord the king a young virgin, and let her stand before the king, and let her cherish him, and let her lie in thy bosom that my lord the king may get heat. So they sought for a fair damsel throughout all the coast of Israel and found Abishag, a Shinnamite, and brought her to the king. And the damsel was very fair and cherished the king and ministered to him, but the king knew her not. Then Ad. Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared his chariots and horsemen and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time in saying, Why hast thou done so? And he also who and he also was a very goodly man, and his mother bared him after Absalom. And he conferred with Joab, the son of Zura, and with Abithar the priest. And they followed Abnijah, Abonijah, Abnijah, and helped him. But Zodak the priest, and Benai the son of Jehoiadah, Jehoradah, J E H O I A D A. There's a, there's a hyphen on the A. Jehoiada. Jeho, Jehoiada. And Nathan, the prophet. And Shemini. And Rei. And the mighty men which belonged to David were not with Adjaniah. Ad, 
Adonijah. Adonijah. Adonijah slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the stone of Zohileth, which is by Enrogel, and called all his brethren the king's son and all the men Judah the king's servants. But Nathan the prophet and Benani and the mighty men of Solomon his brother he called not. Wherefore Nathan spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonai, the son of Haggith, doeth reign, and David our Lord knoweth it not? Now therefore, come, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel, that thou mayest save thy own life, in the life of thy son Solomon. Go and get thee in unto King David and say unto him, Didst not thou, my lord, O king, swear unto thy handmaiden, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? Why then doeth Adonijah reign? Behold, while thou yet talk, talkest there with the king, I also will come in after thee and confirm thy words. And Bathsheba went in unto the king, into the chamber. And the king was very old. And Abisag the Shunammite ministered unto the king. And Bathsheba bowed and did oblance unto the king. And the king said, What wouldest thou? And she said unto him, My lord, thou swearest by the Lord thy God unto thy handmaiden, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now behold, Adonijah reigneth, and now, my lord the king, thou knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the sons of the king. And Abathar the priest, and Joab the captain of the host. But Solomon thy servant hath he not called. Now, I'm going to stop here for a second. Now, we just went through this with one of his sons prior, Abisal. And he lost Abisal because his hair got cut up, caught up in the tree. And then he was killed. They, you know, they cut, literally killed him while he was hanging in the tree. So... That should have been a warning to the rest of the family. Um, it, it's, it, I mean, it was no wonder to them that uh, he was walking with God. Now, because he's old doesn't mean God isn't still walking with him. And we see that today with a lot of young people. They think that the elderly is useless and, you know, this 
basically nothing that they can do because they're old and withered up. <laughs> yeah. And without those old withered up people, you wouldn't be here today or be able to do the things you do because they paved the road for you. However, nothing is lost until after they pass. And even after they pass, a legacy is left behind for you to follow. Okay? So for his family to think that I won't say all of his family, but some of his family, especially the young, younger ones, to think that he was of no use. They could step over him. They could do whatever they want. Uh, that the Lord wasn't still following him was just not. It's just nonsense. It's foolishness. It shows you how foolish uh, the minds of humans can be, um, not thinking. Even to this day, <laughs> uh, it's it's really sad. It's sad. Uh, you don't utilize your elderly um, the way you should. Uh, they're wise. They've been through what you're going to go through in life. Nothing changes in life. You know, nothing. It's all the same. It just has a, a new twist and a new face. That's all it is. Our parents went through it. The parents before went through it. Our kids are going to go through it. And hopefully if, you know, they have kids and we're here long enough, it's the same thing over and over. It just has a new face on it. Okay? So I just want to say that. Let's move on. Um, all right. We're at, um, well, let's start at... Let's start at 20. And thou, my Lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou shouldest tell them who shall sit on the throne of my Lord, the king, after him. Otherwise, it shall come to pass when my Lord, the king, shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. Be, uh, I'm sorry. Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, hast thou said, Adonijah, Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? For he is gone down this day, and have slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and have called all the king's sons and the captains of the host, and Abithar the priest, and behold, that they eat and drink before him, and say, God save King Adonijah. Adonijah. <laughs> but me, even me, thy servant, and Zodok the priest, and Benanah the son of Jehad, 
Jehadadah, and thy servant Solomon have he not called? Is this thing done by my lord the king, and thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then David answered and said, Call me Bathsheba. And she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. The king swore and said, As the Lord liveth, that have redeemed my soul out of all distress, even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne in my stead. Even so will I certainly do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her head. Uh, sorry. Then Sheba bowed with her face to the earth and did reverence to the king and said, Let my lord King David live forever. And the king David said, Call me Zadok, the priest. And Nathan the prophet, and Benai the son of Jehoiada, Jehoiada, and they came before the king. And the king also said unto them, "Take with you the servants of your lord, and cause Solomon my son to ride upon my own mule, and bring him down to Gihon, and let Zadok the priest." And Nathan the prophet anoint him there, king over Israel, and blow ye with the trumpet, and say, God save King Solomon. Then he shall come up after him, that he may come and sit upon my throne, for he shall be king in my stead. And I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. And Benai the son of Jehoiada answered the king and said, Amen. The Lord God of my Lord, the king, say so too. As the Lord hath been with my Lord, the king, even so be he with Solomon and make his throne greater than the throne of my Lord King David. Now, mind you, he is prophesying over Solomon right at this moment. Remember I said, what you speak out your mouth. That's why you have to be careful of what you say that come out your mouth. Because it gallops and it takes hold. And it it manifests itself. Okay? So, Zodak the priest and Nathan the prophet and Benani the son of Jehada the Chariahite and the Peladites went down and caused Solomon to ride upon King David's mule and brought him to Gibbon. Now, mind you, all the people that's involved with this, you have the priest, you have the prophet, okay? These people are before the Lord, 
And then you have the Cherites and the Pezzavites, okay? Now, these were the... Uh, these are extended families of the Canaanites and the Amorites, okay? These people in the area as well. And Zadok the priest took a horn of oil out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon. And they blew the trumpet and all the people said, God save King Solomon. And all the people came up after him and the people piped with pipes and rejoiced with great joy so that the earth rent with the sound of them. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever had this uh, situation. I went, to, um, I went to a conference one time, and it was a group, there was a group of us, uh, I'd say maybe three or four of us, right? Uh, three of us. And two of us out of the three noticed uh, that whole week we kept passing this place that we were going to go to for the conference. And we looked up above the sky and we noticed different pictures in the sky. We were seeing things like angels' horns blowing over the over this uh, house of worship. And uh, we saw a chariot. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but these are things you see when you're in the spirit. And this was in the sky. These were cloud formations over this particular edifice, okay? And so when we got to the conference, finally, and we were in the conference, literally, you could feel the, the, uh, the sounds and the uh, at the the how do I put this? Uh, not only the sounds, but you would feel the spirit. The spirit was just ringing out of the walls of the place. When you put your foot down, you could feel vibration. If you leaned up against the wall, you could literally hear the wall ringing. It sounded like singing. And it got to a point where um, a friend of mine was standing up against the wall, and they, they were saying literally they could hear the angelic choir singing. So we knew the spirit was in that place. So when I'm reading this, it reminds me of that. So that the earth rent with the sound of them. That, that's the kind of thing that they're talking about here. And, uh, okay, we're going to build 41. And Anonijah and all the guests that were with him heard it as they had made an end of eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the trumpet, he said, Wherefore is this noise of the city being in an uproar? And when he yet spanked, behold, Jonathan, the son of Abithar, the priest, came and adjunct, uh, uh, sorry, ad, 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 Adonah, 
Adonijah, Adonijah, sorry, my tongue is twisted, (laughs) said unto him, Come in, for thou art a Thou are a thou are a valiant man and bringeth good tidings. Mm, my tongue is really tied up. Okay, and Jonathan answered and said to Enijah. Verily, our King David hath made Solomon king, and the king hath sent with him Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benajah the son of Jehoda, and Cherethites, and the Cherethites, and the Pelethites, and they have caused him to ride upon the king's mule. And Zodak the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king in Gihon. And they are come up from hence rejoicing so that the city rang again. This is the noise that ye have heard. And also Solomon sitteth on the throne of the kingdom. And moreover, the king's servants come to bless our Lord King David, saying, God, make the name of Solomon better than thy name, and make his throne greater than thy throne. And the king bowed himself upon the bed. And also thus said the king, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which have given one to sit on my throne this day, mine eyes even seeing it. And all the guests that were with Adonijah were afraid and rose up and went every man his way. So it is Adonijah, A-D-O-N-I. That I has a long sound, so that's nigh. And it has a hyphen, so it's Adonijah, J-A-H. Okay. Um, And Adonijah feared because of Solomon and arose and went and caught hold on the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah feareth King Solomon, for lo, he hath caught hold on the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear unto me today that he will not slay his servant with the sword. And Solomon said, If he will show himself a worthy man, there shall not a hair of him fall to the earth. But if wickedness shall be found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent, and they brought him down from the altar. And he came and bowed himself to King Solomon. And Solomon said unto him, 
go to thine house. Mm. Mercy. That's called mercy. <laughs> okay, chapter 2. Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die, and he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies. And it is written in the law of Moses that thou mayest, prophes thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest and whatsoever thou turnest thyself. Again, prophecy. His father is given his last words and a prophecy to his son. That the Lord may continue his word, which he spank concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, saith he a man on the throne of Israel. Moreover, thou knowest also what Joab, the son of the son of Zeruiah, did to me, and what he did to the two captains of the host of Israel, unto, unto Abner, the son of Ner, and unto Amasah, the son of Jether whom he slew and shed the blood of war in peace and put the blood of war upon his girdle that was about his loins and in his shoes that were on his feet. Do therefore accordingly to thy wisdom and let not his whore head go down to the grave in peace, but show kindness unto the son of Bazuli, of Bazelai, Bazelai, and Gilad, Giladite, and let them be of those that eat at thy table. For so they came to me when I fled because of Absalom thy brother. And behold, thou hast with thee. Shinema, the son of Gerah, the Benjamite of Bahurim, Bahurim, which caused me, which caused me with a grievous curse in the day when I went to Mahanim, but he came down to meet me at Jordan, and I swore to him by the Lord, saying. I will not put thee to death with the sword. Now therefore hold him not guiltless, for thou art a wise man and knowest that thou oughtest to do unto him. But his hoary head brings thy down to the grave with blood. 
So David slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. So you see, all the people that David dealt with that he had to make promises to, some he made promises to to the day he died. Then that promise is no more good. Then there are others that really helped David, like at the time of Absalom, okay? Those weren't exactly their friends. They were more like outsiders. But they came to David's defense, and so he remembered them, and he wants to make sure that they are remembered even on to his son's reign. So he's leaving all these instructions for his son to follow. And the days that David reigned over Israel were 40 years and seven years reigned he. 47 years. Okay. Reigned he in Hebron. And 30 and 3, that's 33 years, he reigned he in Jerusalem. Then sat Solomon upon the throne of David his father, and his kingdom was established greatly. Ad, Adonijah, the son of Haggith, came to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, and she said, Comest thou peacefully, uh, peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. He said, Moreover, I have somewhat to say upon thee. And she said, Say on. And he said, Thou knowest the kingdom was mine, and that all is and all Israel set their faces on me, that I should reign how built the kingdom is turned about and is become my brothers, for it was his for the Lord. It was his from the Lord. So you see, he knows it was his from He is saying that it's his because he's older. But he knows that the Lord... <laughs> Look, it doesn't matter who's the older or who's the youngest. When God is involved, God has the last say. So basically this is what he's telling, telling his mother. And now I ask one petition of thee. Deny me not. And she said unto him, Say on. And he said, Speak, I pray thee, unto Solomon the king. For he will not say thee nigh, that he gave me, that he give me Abishag the Shittimite to wife. And Bathsheba said, Well, I will speak for thee unto the king. Now, Abishai was called to keep the king warm, King David, to keep him warm and, and you know, for him to have comfort in his last days. Why would you ask for the comforter of the king? Okay? You're still trying to make strides to the kingdom because she holds a, she holds a position. A high position, okay? So let's move on. Uh, Bathsheba therefore went unto King Solomon to speak unto him for uh, for Ad for Adonijah, Adonijah. And the king rose up 
to meet her, and bowed himself unto her, and sat down on his throne. Now, mind you, <laughs> you can tell he's a young king, okay? But he does opulence to his mom. He respects his mom. Even though he's a king, he got up and bowed to his mom, okay? You have Your heart goes out there. <laughs> um, and caused um, and caused a seat to be set for the king's mother, and she sat on his right hand side. So he didn't even make his mom stand. He had them come and get a chair for his mom and put it right next to him. That's a son's love for his mother. Never mind that I'm the king. I'm still your son. Okay. Much respect. No matter how big you get in the world, you still honor your parents. You still honor your mother and father. Okay. So that their days will be longer, yes. But also because you respect and love the person who brought you into this world. If it hadn't have been for them, you wouldn't be here, period. But the Lord saw fit to bring you here. And now I know some people are probably saying, well, I got the worst parents in the world. My parents don't care about me. That might be true in your eyesight or whatever you've been through. However, the Lord saw fit to bring you through that channel. So the Lord must have seen some reason to bring you through that channel. Then she said, I desire one small petition of thee. I pray thee, say me not nigh. And the king said unto her, Ask on my mother. For I will not say thee nay. And she said, Let Abishah the Shunammite be given to Adonijah thy brother to wife. And King Solomon answered and said unto his mother, And why doest thou ask Abishah the Shunammite for Adonijah? Ask for him the kingdom also. For he is my elder brother, even for him and for Abitha the priest, and for Joab, the son of Zura. Then King Solomon swore by the Lord, saying, God do so to me, and more also, if Abijah has not spoken this word against his own life. Now therefore, as the Lord liveth, there have established me and set me on the throne of David, my father, and who have made me a house as he promised. Adonashah shall be put to death this day. And the king Solomon sent by the hand of Benanah, the son of Joh. Jo Jehadad, and he fell upon him that he died. And unto Abathar the priest, said the king, Get thee to Anathoth, unto thy own fields, 
for thou art worthy of death. But I will not at this time put thee to death, because thou bearest the ark of the Lord God before David my father, and because thou hast been afflicted in all wherein my father was afflicted. Mm. So basically, he's he. That was it, because um, he knew that he was trying to take his seat. But then to the other two, uh, with the priest, the priest he cannot do anything about because the priest is in the God's hand, okay? The priest belongs to the Lord. So, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be that priest, <laughs> Because the Lord's going to really have his way. <laughs> so Solomon thrusted out Abathar from being priest unto the Lord, that he might fulfill the word of God, which he spent concerning the house of Eli and Shiloh. Then tidings came to Joab, for Joab had turned after Adonijah, though he turned not after Abathar. And Joab fled unto the tabernacle of the Lord and caught hold on the horns of the altar. And it was told King Solomon that Joab was fled unto the tabernacle of the Lord. And he held, and behold, he is by the altar. Then Solomon sent Benah, Benah, the son of Jehoradah, saying, Go fall upon him. And Benanah came to the tabernacle of the Lord and said unto him, thou, thou, Thus saith the king, Come forth. And he said, Nay, but I will die here. And Benanah brought the king's word again, saying, Thus said Joab, and thus he answered me. And the king said unto him, Do as he have said, and fall upon him, and bury him, that thou mayest take away the innocent blood which Joab shed from me and from the house of my father. And the Lord shall return his blood upon his own head, who fell upon two men more righteous and better than he, and slew them with the sword, my father David, not knowing thereof to wit, Abner the son of Ner, captain of host of Israel, and, Ab and Abishah the son of Jephthah, captain of the host of Judah. Their blood shall therefore return unto the head of Joab and upon the head of his seed forever. Yeah. So he's prophesizing right now over Joab's seed. Not just Joab, but his family to come after him. But upon David and upon his seed and upon his house and upon his throne shall there be peace forever from the Lord. So Benanah, the son of Jehadah, 
went up and fell upon him and slew him. And he was buried in his own house in the wilderness. And the king put Benanah, the son of Jehada, his, his room over the host. And Zadok, the priest, did the king put in the room of Abathah. And the king sent and called for Shemai, Shemai and said unto him, Build thee a house in Jerusalem. And dwell there, and go not forth thence any whither. For it shall be that on the day that thou goest out and passest over the brook of Kidron, thou shalt know for certain that thou shalt surely die. Thy blood shall be upon thy own head. The Shinnamites said unto the king, The saying is good. As my lord the king hath said, so will thy servant do. And Shemai dwelt in Jerusalem many days. And it came to pass at the end of three years that two of the servants of Shemai ran away unto Achish, son of Manachah, king of Goth. And they told Shemai, saying, Behold, thy servants be in Goth. And Shunammai arose and saddled his ass and went to Goth, to Akesh, to seek his servants. And Shunammai went and brought his servants from Goth. And it was told Solomon that Shunammai had gone from Jerusalem to Goth and was come again. And the king sent and called for Shunammai and said unto him, did I not make thee to swear by the Lord and protested unto thee, saying, Know for a certain, on the day thou goest out and walkest abroad any whither, that thou shalt surely die? And thou saidest unto me, The word that I have heard is good. Why then hast thou not kept the oath of the Lord and the commandment? that I have charged thee with. The king said moreover to Shemai, Thou knowest all the wickedness which thy heart is privy to, that thou didst to David my father. Therefore the Lord shall return thy wickedness upon thy own head, and the king Solomon shall be blessed, and the throne of David shall be established before the Lord forever. So the king commanded Benani, son of Jehoda, which went out and fell upon him, that he died, and the kingdom was established in the hands of Solomon. Okay, so Solomon took out the, uh, he took out, <laughs> took out Shemai, uh with the blessings of the Lord. So, as you can see, the Lord is establishing David's kingdom in Solomon. <clears throat> okay, chapter 3. And Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and took the Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David. 
until he had made an end of building his own house. And the house of the Lord and the wall of Jerusalem round about. Only the people sacrificed in high places because there was no house built unto the name of the Lord until those days. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statue of David his father. Only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon the altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David, my Lord, great mercy according as he walk, walketh before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him the great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thou servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may concern, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this? thy so great a people. And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thy enemies, but hast Ask for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Now, you, yeah, okay, we're going to stop here for a second. The thing is, and this is where a lot of people, you know, make their mistakes. Okay, uh, excuse me. When you first, um, you know, a lot of people, when they first um, come to the Lord and things start happening in their lives, you know, the first thing they want to do is, get wealthy and they want cars they want houses they you know they want kids they you know the list is endless but this is a this list here that Solomon has and this is one that very few people ask for um to be able to understand and discern good from bad this is really important this is very important it helps you to know where you're going and what you're doing and what's going on around you and to see people and to see the adversary. 
to see the enemy before he gets to your doorstep. So what he's asking is so important because all that other stuff that, you know, people ask for riches and and family and houses and cars, all that stuff comes with this. Just like it comes with love. Okay? Let's move on to 12. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee. Neither after thee shall any arise unto thee. Now, mind you, this is the Lord talking. This is why I say, I hear people saying, so-and-so is the richest man in the... None like Solomon. Let's read this again. Behold, I have done according to thy words, lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there will none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any any arise unto thee. So he's the only one. And I have always given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor. See what I just said that. So that there shall not be any among the king like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes, and my commandments, as thou father David did walk, then I will lengthen thy days. See? He had to ask for this stuff. It's given to him. And Solomon awoken, and behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord and offered up burnt offerings and offered peace offerings and made a feast to all his servants. Then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. And the one woman said, Oh, my Lord, I and this woman dwelt in one house, and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day after that I was delivered that this woman was delivered also. And we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thy handmaiden slept and laid it in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I arose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. And this said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king, and then said the king, The one saith, This is my son that liveth, 
and thy son is the dead. And the other saith, Nay, but thy son is dead, and my son is living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose the living child was into the king. For her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, Oh, my Lord, give her the living child. And I, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all of Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. Okay, and this is where we're going to stop now. As you can see, King Day, uh, King, sorry, King Solomon is well on his way. He is been giving the he has been given the blessings of the Lord for the kingdom, and the Lord has graced him with knowledge and wisdom. Okay, so we are going to stop here. We will start at chapter four. <clears throat> Thank you, everyone, for joining our program. We are running out of time. Um, <clears throat> let's bow our head. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this word that has come forth. I pray, Lord, that this word was edifying to those who are listening in. Thank you, Almighty God, for using me today, O Lord, in bringing forth your word, Father. This I pray, Almighty God. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Everyone, if anyone would like to reach out to me, mcmillans75 gmail.com. That's my email. Those of you who would like to come on the show, anchor.fm right slash linda dash mcmillian9. Now, those of you who want to donate or who would like to or who would like to sponsor this program, there are two buttons below. We appreciate your donations and your sponsorship. Uh, just press those two buttons and the information will be given unto you. Again, everyone, thank you for joining us. God bless and good evening. <laughs>